Listener's discretion is advised. to all the parties who are listening here tonight. Now, we begin with some sports stuff because uh, it's really important, basically, to me, because it's true. Let's start with Major League Baseball. A new rule set by the current MLB commissioner and man who is about to be thrown out of the arena or any other building of the entire planet, Rob Manfred, started in June 22nd this week. The umpires have, will have to check on the pitchers to see if any sticky substances, aka they're trying to cheat, that's what basically what that means. Now, Max Scherzer is very pissed off about it, and so the, well, the other um, pitchers, because they are willing to do anything to prove that they're not cheating, even if they have to drop their trousers. Basically, the umpires are doing a physical on them in front of the public eye. And no, they're not trying to uh, do anything crazy. Uh, I just hope that they're not going to even get naked in front of people, you know? If that is what it takes to test if there's no substances. Yeah, settle down. You're making the pitchers even more angrier. Maybe they'll be checked in their armpits to see if they're trying to put some sticky substances in there too. Now let's move on to the news out of the National Football League. One of the players from the Las Vegas Raiders have come out as gay. Here is the news from the host of The Late Show on CBS. Oh, there's some exciting football news. Thanks to Raiders defensive lineman and man who just found out there's leftover cake in the break room, Carl Nassib. Yesterday, Nassib made history when he became the first active NFL player to publicly declare that he was gay. That is amazing. It's extraordinary. That, that, that is so exciting and so brave and important, or as they say in the NFL... It's good! It's good! Nassib made his announcement in a video he posted to his Instagram. Take a look. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that, like, one day... Videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. Beautifully said. Very really beautifully said. Very really lovely. Very really lovely. It is... 
It's time for America to have a compassionate culture that values all 300-pound men pulverizing each other's skulls. <laughs> on the football field, no one should be judged by who they love. They should be judged by the little animal on the side of their helmet. I hate the team with the little bird, and I love the team with the little pirate. Go, little pirates. <laughs> now, like I said, like I said, this is historic because Nassib is the first openly gay, active NFL player. Or as Sports Center called him, the first actively gay NFL player. After that, a little different. That's a little different. After that, I'm guessing ESPN's graphics guy is actively looking for another job. That is a really, really, really great news for the National Football League, especially when, of course, before that, the during the NFL draft, Michael Sam was the the first openly gay player to be drafted to the NFL. Now let's move away from the sports and let's go to some little vaccine update where the kids uh, no 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 not the kids but the, the teens yes the teens are uh the issue during the COVID nineteen era because they won't take the vaccine. What? I know it's it's really that uh yeah that 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 was the news but uh, let's just go listen to it. Well, he definitely doesn't give up, that's for sure. We also learned today that between March of last year and March of this year, 881 Secret Service employees tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah, I wonder where they got that. Here in the US, more than 45% of the population is fully vaccinated, which is not enough. Uh, and that's mostly because of young people. According to the CDC, 18 to 24 year olds are the age group least likely to get vaccinated and most unsure about getting a shot because they read nothing but crap on TikTok, I guess. But And I get that. I get that 18 to 24-year-olds, when you're that age, you think you're invincible. But we're talking about the same generation that can't have peanut butter and jelly in their lunchbox, okay? <laughs> they are definitely not invincible. Oh, come on, teenagers. This is your chance. I mean, we're not forcing you to do it. I mean, it's your option, but, you know... If you want to do it, then do it. I mean, or otherwise, you're going to have a hard time. Come on now. Let's stick to the teens topic because one of the teens, well, you know, was sued by the school and the Supreme Court was on the teen side. Now, I don't know how this happened, but only the host of the late show on CBS has this one. In the judicial branch, the Supreme Court is issuing a flurry of decisions before their summer break. They've been working hard to fit into their beach robes. Today, the court ruled in favor of a Pennsylvania high school cheerleader whose school kicked her off the JV cheer squad after she failed to make the varsity team and then posted a Snapchat rant showing her and her friend holding up their middle fingers with the caption, school, softball, cheer, everything. That struck a chord. That struck a chord. I can see why they might have thought the girls didn't have the most positive attitude for the cheer squad. This team sucks. You dumb cucks. Bite my ass. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working on it. Squats. 
The court ruled that she couldn't be punished because her Snapchat wasn't on school grounds. The ruling was eight to one with the lone holdout, Clarence Thomas, who later issued a scathing dissent on Snapchat. Yeah. That was, that was Clarence Thomas. That's true. That's, that actually happened. That actually happened. Well, I guess... I guess that the teens can get away with it because they're not in a school zone. And I think the court should have made the school, like, pay her a bunch of money. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of absurd to hear that news. I'm like, wow. Can't believe school just lost to the case. Unbelievable. What is the school going to do? Are they going to expel her from the school? Are they going to, like, ban her for life? Like, wow. Unbelievable. What's even more unbelievable is that Donald Trump uh, is trying to get rid of the late night shows. Mainly, try getting the FBI to investigate the late night show because they're making fun of him. Which... Will be coming up after the brief ad, so stay tuned. Attention restaurant owners! Looking for mannequins to place at your social distance buffer tables, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Come and get them at Big Al's House of Gently Exploded Mannequins! We have lots of plastic people! There's Headless Harry, Lefty, the Bing Bang Twins, Smokey Joe, the Sparkle Sisters, One-Eyed Willie, and Jared Kushner. Your customers will never know the difference. So don't be a dummy. Get over to Big Al's House of Gently Exploded Mannequins. Located on the corner of McCluskey and Burdock, right behind the Dairy Queen. Curbside pickup available. back after a brief ad ladies and gentlemen now let's go to a segment a segment once ran by the host of the late show on cbs during trump's european tour called why in the world is donald trump yes in this segment of why in the world is donald trump it's all about trump having someone any federal investigator to investigate every late night show ever because they're making fun of him that's kind of a hmm let's just say censorship move yeah trying to censor the late night stuff that's kind of a like a dictator move that is let's uh listen in folks in national politics, uh, there's more disturbing news about former president, Old Whack Donald. <laughs> today, today, E-I-E-I-O, today, hey. we learned he wanted his Justice Department to stop SNL from teasing him. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's strange. 
is strange. There, there has not been a presidential overreaction like this since Nixon sent Navy SEALs to assassinate the Smothers Brothers. We knew the ex-prez was mad about SNL. He tweeted about them a few times in between his more important work of calling porn stars horse-faced. But behind the scenes, he asked advisors and lawyers what the Federal Communications Commission, the court system, and the DOJ could do to probe Jimmy Kimmel and other late-night comedy mischief-makers. Folks, this is dangerous, disturbing, un-American, and why do I get lumped in with other comedy mischief makers? I don't get it. What's a guy gotta do? All due respect to my dear friend James Tiberius Kimmel, but if the DOJ thugs are kicking down doors to round up the late night chuckleheads to drag us off to Maragulago to be assassinated, I should get more than, and the rest. I do not appreciate the Marianne and Professor treatment here. My name, my name is Stephen Colbert. My name should be in lights on the stadium where they're executing us for our terrible impressions of him. Yeah, remember. Trump's not going to say the Late Show guy's name, just like the Late Show guy not saying Trump's name ever again. Now, what does Jimmy Kimmel have to say about that news? Oh, speaking of Thanos, we got an interesting bit of tid this morning about the former president of the United States, the orange one. You remember him? The... Uh... <laughs> So the Daily Beast says, it reports that in 2019, Donald Trump wanted the government to investigate, guess who, Guillermo? Me. Uh, you? Why? Yeah. Why? Look at this. According to two people familiar with the matter, Trump asked advisors and lawyers in early 2019 about what the Federal Communications Commission, the court systems, and most confusingly to some Trump lieutenants, the Department of Justice could do to probe or mitigate SNL, Jimmy Kimmel, and other late-night comedy mischief-makers. Oh, I'm glad you're excited about it. No one him probing me. Or... Can you imagine that? President Snowflake asked to send the authorities in to stop us from making fun of him. Not only that, he wanted Guillermo to pay for the wall. No way, no way, no way. He did. No, I'm not paying for nothing. The report goes on to say, to those who heard it, Trump's inquiries into what federal regulations could be used to bust the likes of Kimmel and SNL was more of a nuisance than a constitutional crisis. I, to me, it feels more like a crisis than a nuisance. I don't know. Little did I know, I'm up here goofing on him. He's asking the feds to do who the hell knows what. And when he was told there was no legal case to be made that you can't stop comedians from making fun of you when you're president, <laughs> Trump asked, can something else be done about it? Basically, Trump wanted to turn the Department of Justice into... Remember on the old Batman show, uh, the Penguin had those henchmen and the, the bowler hats and the tight black shirts? This is what Trump wanted, a goon squad, a bunch of tough guys to rough people up because he can't take a joke. He can make one. In fact, he's made several. Eric, Ivanka, Don Jr. You cannot take a joke. And by the way, 
They say this happened near the beginning of the year. That was right around the time he had a summit with Kim Jong-un. Maybe he got the idea from him. I could be dog food right now. I mean, that's what Trump has been doing even before 2019. When something is against him, he's trying to get rid of him like that quick. Like Putin. When something is bad against Putin, Putin would just, you know, eliminate them. Or try to poison them. And now Trump wants to get rid of all the late night shows because they're making fun of him. Wow. Like I said before, he cannot take a joke. Now, there is something shocking in the late show on Wednesday. And SC, take it away. Speaking of things you don't want to smell, we have an update on former President Scooby Coo. Yesterday, uh, the Daily Beast reported the former president wanted his Justice Department to stop SNL from teasing him. Come on. Come on. No matter how mad he got, who in the Justice Department would follow that order? Could it be... No, Bill Barr refused. Yesterday, the former president denied the charge, but added, I did say, however, that Alec Baldwin has no talent, certainly when it comes to imitating me, the one who had what it took was Daryl Hammond. Well, guess what, buddy? You don't need a good impression for people to love it. This one, I'm doing right now. This one. I am, the, I am the first one to admit my impression sucks ass and it won me a Peabody. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Let it, let it go. You don't need it. No, but it's possible the only reason he didn't sing about my impression is that it's so bad he didn't realize I was doing him. <laughs> Why is that guy doing Harvey Firestein? Wow, I really cannot believe that the host of The Late Show on CBS has pulled out the Trump impression one last time. Yeah, you know, I gotta admit that miss, I miss The Late Show guy reading Trump's tweets when Trump still has his Twitter. But yet again, reading Trump tweets is the host of The Late Show on CBS's thing. Not Kim, not Kimmel. Nor Seth Meyers, nor James Gordon, not even Jimmy Fallon. I don't know about Trevor, no. I don't think he reads the Trump tweets in a Trump impression, but uh, that's okay. And, you know, Daryl Hammond could have been, you know, impersonating Trump during his presidency, but, you know, it is what it is. Even my Trump impression was not good. But... It is what it is. Now, after a brief ad, we get to listen to a song that, you know, is from the school that I, high school that I graduated on. So stay tuned. At the men's warehouse, we've always offered the finest suits, the best tailoring, and the sharpest styles, which is why we're proud to introduce the Front Butt Collection. Just zip up the back face the day. You're gonna like the way your front butt looks. I guarantee it.
And we back after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go listen to a song. Now this song is from last month. It's called Tenderly. And Tenderly, it's arranged for a jazz band. Now, the jazz band is from the Clovis North High School. Yes, it's the Clovis North Jazz Band. It's directed by Mr. Eric Dewhurst currently. Now, this song, Tenderly, is performed, and their soloist was none other than the class of 2021 graduate, Caleb Brosnack, who plays trumpet. And this one that I've heard was uploaded by Brian Mimura on his uh, YouTube channel. He got permission to do it. So, here it is, performing... Well, actually, performed tenderly back in May of 2021. Here they are, the 2020-2021 Clovis North Jazz Band. <laughs>
Once again, Caleb Brosnack. That was tenderly, and that was beautiful. And we will be right back. What is the essence of a cowboy? The aroma of masculinity. Manure, the scent of the open range. Fertilize your senses. Manure. Life is a ride. So giddy up. Manure. I can smell you on my clothes. And only one thing can get rid of you. Manure. One spritz will take you to the rodeo. <coughs> I keep my secrets in my boots. Manure. I dream of you, but I can't wrangle you. Manure. Everywhere I go, there I am. Manure! Manure, the new scent by Blake Shelton. Do not wear Manure if you're operating heavy machinery or farm equipment. Manure is not safe for use near livestock, small children, or tall adults. Do not spray Manure directly on skin. Manure is not available at any store near you and is approved by no one. This ad has been paid for by Blake Shelton. That's it for this edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in next week for the second part of the... Yep, you guessed it. Why in the world is Donald Trump segment? Of course, there'll be some more information of what happened to Donald Trump recently. So, stay tuned for that one tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>